Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. Mark Joseph Stern, hello. Hello and bonjour from les Etats-Unis. Bonjour, ça va? Comment allez-vous? Listen, what's the story before we get into to money and Notre Dame and all these things? What's the story? How are uh, US-French relations? Is there still a harboring resentment or an inferior superiority complex? Uh, I think a lot of us have a superiority complex over France. The line you hear often here is that we saved their asses in World War II, and they should be grateful. Uh, the Simpsons line that the French are cheese-eating surrender monkeys. Bonjour! Uh, you cheese-eating <laughs> surrender monkeys! <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to say my father still harbors this great resentment toward the French uh, for being alleged wimps in World War II. So it's a problem. But look, Donald Trump loves Emmanuel Macron. They have a real bromance going on. Uh, So right now our relations with the country on a top level are pretty good. And of course, we're all very sympathetic to the French and Parisians uh, this week. Now, I digress for a moment, but do you think, is there credence in the... the the French being surrender monkeys argument or is that absolutely unfair historical uh, tinkering? Uh, well, I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I do think there's some truth to it, right? I mean, they didn't exactly fight like the Brits against the Nazis. And when the Nazis did come in, I think lots of Jews like myself remember well that the French collaborated with them in turning over all of the Jews of the nation to the Nazis and their allies to send to their deaths. Uh, If you compare the record of the British and the French during World War II, Uh, and their willingness to fight Hitler and stand up for democracy and freedom, uh, the French don't come out looking so very good. But that was a long time ago. I don't hold it against them today. It's 2019. You know, it was a different era. I just think that it's okay for older Americans like my father to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder when it comes to the French uh, being so-called beacons of freedom and liberty. Okay, right. On to the story at hand. Today, the White House offers its condolences but more controversially its financial backing in helping rebuild Notre Dame after the fire that everybody saw was world news Uh, this has ruffled a lot of feathers Oh, yes, it has. Uh, I mean, not because Notre Dame doesn't deserve money for rebuilding. We're all very, very sympathetic. This was a horrible, horrible accident. Uh, I was aghast. We were all aghast. Of course, President Trump immediately took to Twitter to suggest that uh, the French drop water from above on the tower, which it turns out would have actually destroyed the building even more. Uh, So that was foolish. But he has now offered money to help rebuild Notre Dame. Seems nice, but it has ruffled some feathers because over here in the actual United States, uh, an arsonist, a white supremacist, burned down three black churches in Louisiana. He was the son of a sheriff's deputy, uh, a kind of neo-KKK member. Uh, And guess how much money Donald Trump has offered to help these black churches rebuild their own houses of worship? Zero dollars. 
So I think it's pretty clear where the president's sympathies lie. The Parisians, Notre Dame, they get America's money, but the black people down in Louisiana who were subject to hate crimes, they get silence and no money from President Trump. Now, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people going, oh, for God's sake, uh, you know, this is a nonsense argument. If philanthropists and if governments want to chip in and it's it's almost an investment in diplomatic relations and their separate budgets, uh, what do you say to those types? Well, I, I mean, I don't think it's bad for the president to offer money for Notre Dame, although it already seems to have plenty of money in the rebuilding fund. I mean, lots of billionaires have been forking over cash already. Uh, but I think if you are offering this money to the French, you should look at what's happening in your own backyard. And it's important to see this not as an isolated incident, right, but of a broader pattern of Donald Trump refusing to acknowledge or recognize white supremacy and hate crimes in this country. We all all remember Charlottesville when neo-Nazis marched and attacked protesters and Donald Trump said there were good people on both sides. This is of a piece with that. This is Trump refusing to recognize the growing hate in his own backyard, in his own country, just turning a blind eye to this rising tide of racism that is taking lives and destroying black churches uh, and, and instead just choosing to pretend like he's Mr. Diplomat, uh, offering money to the French because he's so generous and pretending like there's no problem of racism here in the United States. In the name of balance, always, Mark, you're wrong. Um, okay, right, so <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll do a little musical interview. Let's do All Twins. This is with Circa Richardson. No one is any fun. Uh, and then we're talking about uh, Meghan Markle, amongst other things. Back after this. Here we go. All right, there was all twins. No one is any fun with Circa Richardson, brand new Irish music on Two FM. We're back with Mark Joseph Stern. Okay, Mark, um, let's jump into uh, let's jump into Meghan Markle because this is kind of a fun one. Um, she has said that she favors um, she favors an American nanny for her baby Sussex, um, and this would be a first. And what's the story? Oh, well, the story is, of course, that the royal family is apparently scandalized by the idea of an American nanny. There is a long tradition of British nannies of high standing, or at least European nannies uh, who are bilingual, who will uh, sort of teach the child various languages. Uh, Meghan Markle probably wants a bilingual nanny too, but she says she wants an American one who will help to perhaps instill American values in her child, remind the child uh, that, you know, Sussex isn't all British, uh, that there's an American side to the family as well. Uh, I think this is a hilarious scandal, first of all, uh, because it seems like the royal family just wants to deny Meghan Markle's American identity entirely, when of course she is a proud American. And second of all, because frankly, American nannies rock. Okay, we've got really great nannies over here. They are hardworking, they are modest. Okay, they are sweet and caring, and for the Brits to be offended by the idea of us sending one of our best over to the royal uh, family, I, that's just atrocious to me. I will stand up for my countrymen and say our nannies are some of the world's greats. But isn't it the thing that the America has always had to, like this creepy fascination with the royals, and even there was chatter about Americans having infiltrated uh, when Meghan married into the family, and this is further dilution of, you know, the pure breed. 
Oh, yes, of course. I mean, you know, we proudly broke off from the British so many centuries ago, and now it seems that Americans are once again infiltrating the palace, rising to the highest levels of British government and royalty. Uh, I think that's a ridiculous conspiracy theory. Uh, I don't think that Meghan Markle actually wants to, uh, I don't know, perform some kind of American takeover of the royal family. But this just shows how sensitive lots of Brits still are uh, to this issue. You know, when Markle married in, people were very happy. It was celebrated. But now that she's maintaining her American identity and not just pretending to have been British her whole life, she's starting to actually ruffle some feathers. It is hilarious. For me, a royal family lover and hater, you know I want to abolish the monarchy, but in the meantime, it's fascinating to watch. This is just a delightful story, and I am team Megan all the way. Mark Joseph Stern, always a pleasure and ever a chore. You can catch Mark's musings at MJS underscore DC. He writes for At Slate as well. We'll talk to you next week. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Do it. This is 2FM.